Howdy ho, everybody. Hello. Hello, friends, Romans, countrymen. Lend me your Rolex. We come here not to bury Paddock, but to praise it. That's what this is all about, kids. This is still, we're still talking about Paddock. One of the finest watches in the world. Arguably the best. I mean, you could, you can go completely nutty with Paddock. Paddock is, Paddock is fun. Paddock is exciting. Paddock, you know what I tell people about buying a fine watch like a Paddock or a Vacheron or an Audemars? It's something you keep and you pass it down. It's not like a car that wears out or a TV that wears out or these don't wear out. And if they need parts, they are available. Paddock itself can fix anything that they made. Anything. Yes, it's going to cost, but it can be fixed. So buying a Paddock is a serious investment and we want to make it fun. So what I was trying to do, I was trying to look online and see what these paddocks are going for these days. Ah, there's my watch. Ooh, there's my baby. All right. So I had this. It's probably mine. God only knows. It's a Paddock Philippe 18 karat gold gondola watch reference 5014J. This one was serviced by Paddock and they want 16,000 used. I think I paid six new for it or seven new for it way back. Brand new. And I got news for you. Still a beautiful watch. Still a beautiful watch. 34 millimeters long, 24 millimeters wide, fluted step bezel. It's got, it's not, I think it's manual wind. I don't think it's automatic. It has manual wind, 18 joules, caliber 215. Um, it's got a warrant. This one has a warranty. Gorgeous. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So it was serviced by Paddock. Now let's talk about that. That's worth money. I guarantee you Paddock is not cheap. You're looking at, I'd say minimum a thousand bucks, maximum, who knows? So servicing a watch from Paddock is going to cost you, my guess is a thousand to $2,000. And you got to figure that in there. This was actually serviced by Paddock. Did it need to be serviced by Paddock? Probably not. But, you know, people don't know any better and they take their Rolls Royce to Rolls Royce. They don't take it to their neighborhood mechanic. But they should if they know what they're doing. Okay, so let's keep going. So I'm at 16,000 and I, we are climbing looking for complicated watches. Now, here's a beauty for a lady. Paddock made a watch called the Neptune for women. It had a beautiful brick bracelet, but it, Nice design. This is, I think this is a beautiful watch. And here they're quartz, but ladies don't care as much as men about what's inside. They just care. It looks good. This one's 16.5. Uh, from one of, the, one of the people I would say watch yourself with. And I know I'm not going to give their name, but I'm not happy with them and their service and all that. So I would never, ever buy from that company. But... You know, if you want to ask me on the side, I'm not going to say it here on the air, but I would tell you on the side. Um, okay, so I'm now in the 17,000 mark. I'm still looking at just timekeepers, but they're getting better and better. I'll tell you that. They're newer. They're more modern. You're looking at 90s, 2000s, 2010s, that sort of thing, because that's what they were new. I mean, they were probably less than what are charging used pre-owned 17,000. I guarantee they were less than that new. Okay. Here's a beauty, a La Flamme for a lady, but covered in diamonds and rubies. Really beautiful. Really beautiful. 17,000. 
Stunning watch for dress, 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 black tie. Here's another one just like it. Just like it. They must have made them like that. Diamonds all over it. It has an integrated solid gold bracelet for a lady. And it has little diamonds and rubies all over it. It's just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. But I'm trying to see if you wanted to get... Let's talk about automatics. <clears throat> when you get up to the big boys like Vacheron, Audemars, and Paddock, automatics are much more expensive. They have more gears. They have more jewels. They have more everything. So I'm looking for like an automatic paddock to see because who wants to wind it every day? If you're going to wear the watch every day and it's automatic, you don't have to wind it. You just put it on your wrist, take it off, put it on. That's it. should keep perfect time. So when you want an automatic, that means you're going to have to wear it. If you're not going to wear it all the time, I don't know that you want to pay the extra for an automatic because you're going to have to set it and wind it every single time if you take it off for more than two days. Now, I just found one here, a 1927 Paddock Philippe 18 karat antique watch. It's a tank. Similar to the other one I saw, except this has that, this has, looks like an original. No, it's not original, but it's an older dial, re, redone dial on it. Um, it's got that filigree case from the 20s that I absolutely love, love, love those cases. It makes the watch look so cool when the case is filigreed, which means it has all these engravings on it. It's very cool. Why is this not moving? He says, come on. Okay, here's the movement. Again, round movement in a square case. Remember we talked about that? Eight adjustments, 18 joules. Where Vacheron was 17 joules in the old days, Paddock was 18 joules. Vacheron was five or six adjustments. Paddock, this one says eight adjustments. And for those of you that want to know what the hell that means, I've said it many times, I'll say it again. Watches do not run the same in every position. Upside down, sideways, they run differently for some reason. Really good newer watches run the same in all those positions. Older ones start to act up. They start to get funky. One way they run fast, one way they run slow, one way they run perfect. You never know. So when they say it's eight adjustments, that means when they made the watch, they adjusted it for eight different positions. That's really good. That means it's going to run really well. Now, we're talking 90 years later. So don't expect it 90 years later, but if you can get it to run pretty good, that's a plus. And also when you have the quality of the movements that Paddock and the rest made, you usually can bring them back. I mean, I've told you the story of my Vacherons that are old and they run absolutely perfect. You can't believe it. Two lines together straight, which is the best there is. Here's another one of my gondolos, the one that I love in white gold, 17 plus. A lot of money for that. I mean, I'm telling you, I remember I paid like six or seven. Here's a 1948 paddock with really cool lugs. They, they're like uh, teardrop kind of ram's horn lugs. Very cool. Looks like brand new and it's old. Let's take a look. Let's take a look and see. And this guy has the certificate from the archives, which is really cool. Tells you when it was made. 1948 it was made. Sold 1949. How cool is that? That's neat to have a extract from the archives. That means they sent the watch to Paddock, paid money, and Paddock went through their archives and gave them the information on the watch, when it was made, how what it was done, everything that they have. It's very cool, and it authenticates the watch. You talk about provenance, this is as good as it gets. Um, it's 36 by 24. 1949, they got it. And this model was in production from 1942 to 1950. Beautiful. 
It's a gorgeous watch. But I, would I spend seventeen? No way. No way. To me, that watch is not worth more than about six, seven thousand. I know you're going to say, go find it. Well, that's the trick. How do you find it at that price? That's what separates the men from the boys. And I'm going to tell you again, I keep telling my sister the same thing. Patience wins the day. If you are not patient, you get all excited and jump in and stuff. You are going to get screwed. You have to be patient. Here's a bizarre looking paddock. Bizarre. It's like a sideways watch. Really strange. It's a tank, but it's turned the wrong way, like side to side instead of up and down. 18 grand. Whew. Looks like 70s. It's that overblown 70s look. Okay, I'm at 18, 19,000. I still don't see complications. I see the watch we looked at earlier, the travel time watch. That one, for some reason, goes pretty inexpensively compared to the other stuff. So we're going to keep on going until I get to the real expensive stuff. So what I'm seeing, because you're wondering what I'm doing while I'm talking to you, is I'm going down the line and I'm seeing Calatrava after Calatrava. We're in that, I guess, neighborhood. Calatrava, 18890 Calatrava, 18999 Calatrava, 18950 And they're almost identical, these three watches. Now, a lot of times they say best offer. So what do you got to lose to make an offer? If you really wanted it bad enough, I would tell you, Find something you like, get an idea what you want to pay, then figure out what size. Do you want manual wine? Do you want automatic? Do you want with a bracelet, without a bracelet? And when you talk about bracelets, you're talking newer watches or very fancy gold ones from the 60s and 70s. So you got to kind of narrow down your search. What are you using it for? You're going to wear it every day. You're going to wear it for dress. You're going to wear it once in a while when you feel like nice. I mean, you got to decide these things. Otherwise, you are just flailing away. Unless you just want to buy everything that's, that's cheap that comes your way. And then you'll end up with everything anyhow if you do that. But you're going to spend an absolute fortune doing it. Do you want to spend that, all that money? Uh, my answer is no. I don't. You might. But if you got lots of money, then you have found a great niche here. If you got lots of money, you can get a great deal on this stuff. But you can do even better. And that's what I'm telling you. you got to look between the lines. Here's a f absolutely gorgeous gondola. Looks like really early. So it's either a reproduction by them, which it is, or it's original. This one looks like a re reworking of it. Like they came back and did it again. You know, years later, this is a woman's watch. It was made in 2003. If you look at it, it looks like it was made around 1915. So it's a copy of a earlier watch or suggested retail price, 45 thousand dollars and it's just a timekeeper and they want twenty one thousand for it Phew. so yeah you can spend so what i would do is i think i would find the watch i like and then i would look for the least expensive version of it online or in a store i know kind of what i want the size the shape you know like what is it like there's a lot of calatravas running around and those are very popular and those are desirable and they're classic they never go out of style so if you're looking for a gondolo the price is all over the place and i'm sorry calatrava price is all over the place you can see them all the way down to i don't know five thousand all the way up here i am at 20 and i'm still seeing them because they keep making them so you can get a newer version of it now why would i want a newer version Newer versions are going to be much more hardy than the older versions. They're going to last longer. They're going to hold up better. 
less wear, less tear, less everything. You know, they run better, newer ones, they run faster, they keep better time. So you want to get as new as you can for the kind of money you want to spend. Now, here's a very interesting tank. Never seen this before. It's a platinum and 18 karat rose gold tank. It's pretty wild looking, I'll tell you. It, the bottom uh, bezel of the tank, and it's thick, is solid rose gold. The sides are platinum and the lugs are platinum, which is really interesting. Dated 2005. I'm afraid to ask what list what on it was. Oh, it's huge. 48 by 33. This is a newer watch. It's big. It's automatic. It has a power reserve of 44 hours, so it's automatic. But hey, 21 grand? Give me 21. Give, tell me my budget's 21 grand, and I'll come up with five watches that are as good as this for that money together for 21. And I know I can do it. Won't be paddocks for that kind of money or newer like that, but you know, you got there's got to be compromises unless you've got tons of money. You have to figure out what compromises can I make. Okay, now I've come up to one that's got a moon phase, 18 karat gold, Calatrava, beautiful watch. <laughs> With everything. They got box and papers. Let me see the size. Then we're going to take a break. 29 millimeters, so it's small. So it's a woman's watch. So forget it. Eh, no good. We don't want women's watches. We're looking for men's. Nothing against ladies. Um... Here's an Arabic Calatrava. It's got a gorgeous, like a rose-colored dial, but they want a lot of money. Ah, right, here's one. Here's a good one. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to start back up and talk about this one because this is a really killer watch. So we'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Okay, that was quick. Back. We're back. Okay, stop music. Okay, so what I'm looking at is a Patek Philippe 18 karat white gold moon phase power reserve 5055G. Um, great watch. I'm not crazy about the dial. It's a black dial with white numbers and white hands. It's easy to read, but it's not that good looking. So if you're like me and you got trouble seeing these stupid things, it's great. But if you want to talk really beautiful, I'm not crazy about the dial. Case size, 36 millimeter white gold. Uh, it's got sapphire crystal. It's automatic. It's around 2000. Runs perfect. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. Absolute beauty. Looks modern. Doesn't look real old. And they have the uh, deployant buckle in solid gold with it too. So, you know, that's worth a couple thousand right there. And I can always, it's got a X exposition back so you can see it 29 joules paddock Philippe, and the rotor which has a micro rotor in this one is 22 karat gold and you can see the paddock Philippe, the symbol on it, it says 22k right on the rotor so the the movement is not 22 karat but the rotor is why much heavier swings better if it's heavy you don't want it light so that's a biggie that is a biggie and what does it have on it let's see where where, where did it go because i like this one here it is so here's what it's got on the dot. It's got a lot going on on the face. You have timekeeping with white hands with luminous inserts. And they're squared off little hands. I see the moon phases in the background. It's got the date where it has a little sub-second, uh, little register that tells you 1 to 31. 
it tells you your power reserve. What does that mean? How many hours have I got left on this wind automatic? So I took it off my wrist. How long would it go for if I'm not wearing it? Tells you it goes up to 48 hours, which is kind of cool. Then there's another sub-second dial that's got seconds. So you have the date, you have moon phase, and you have power reserve and seconds. And it's on a black dial. It's got a track on the outside with kind of beige squares where the numbers are. They're kind of small, the numbers. They're not real big. And they're white on a black. Everything's white on a black background. Everything. There's like very little color on this. Um, it's a beauty. But hey, they're asking a lot of money. Not cheap. Not cheap at all. And here I'm seeing Calatrava with hobnail bezel. You know what hobnail bezel is? It's like um, textured bezel. It's like a little pyramid sticking out almost. It's a very cool look. But it's dated and it looks dressy. So you couldn't wear a hobnail bezel paddock with shorts or jeans. It wouldn't look right. You could maybe get away with a regular one. But when you start getting these fancier ones that look like rich you want to be careful what you're wearing with because it's going to look weird. Like here's a Calatrava round paddock from the 40s. They want $22,000. That's a lot. And you know what these watch companies will do? They will go to their vaults and they will pull out older designs and refresh them and use them again. So nothing is out of style, really, unless it's really ugly. But Calatravas go back to like the 30s. They're still making them. They're still popular. Very, very, very fancy watch. Well, here's that gondolo that we looked at that had platinum and rose gold. This one has white gold. And it, you know what it looks like? I hate to say it, but it really looks like a Gerard Perigo 1941. It really does. And it's not, it's paddock. And Gerard Perigo is a really good watch company. We have to talk about them because they are really out in left field compared to everybody. Now, here's a travel time which is the one we saw with the three hands but it's got diamonds all over it and it's twenty three thousand. okay here's one i would go nuts for paddock philippe 50 30 18 karat yellow gold automatic to know shape to know i love to know shapes to know is kind of a tank but it's bowed at three o'clock and nine o'clock out so it kind of bows out and then comes back again by the time you go down to six so it's got a really different uh, design. And the reason I found out, this is going to slay you, the reason that a lot of people don't use to know designs on their watches is because you have to pay to use the design, believe it or not. All right, so look. 100% functional, box not included, comes with original case. Watch has several light scratches on the band and case. Crystal has no scratches. Let me tell you something. If you're going to charge me $23,000, I don't want any scratches on it. Why wouldn't this person that's selling it, this yo-yo, take it and spend a couple hundred bucks and have it professionally polished so it looks brand new? That's a big issue. And that tells me you're dealing with a person, an individual, not a dealer. Dealers would not let this go for this kind of money like that. So that's something you got to watch out for. So you got to figure it's got to be buffed. I mean, me, I would do it myself, but you would have to send it in and pay a lot of money. Because, you know, whenever they see Paddock, they're going to charge you more than they would if it said something else. Now, here's a nice one. A Tiffany & Company Calatrava. So it says Paddock Philippe Geneve, and underneath it says Tiffany & Company. And it's the dial's original. And it's got a hobnail bezel. And it's a Calatrava. It even has a crown guard, which is really nice and gold. Uh, beautiful. 
but they want a lot of money. They want $23,099. That's a lot of scratch for this. And this is from one of these watch companies, uh, dealers that sell a lot of stuff. 36 millimeter hobnail bezel. Um, is it manual? Doesn't say, but it, I think it's manual. Yeah, man, mechanical hand winding movement. It's probably manual. It's not automatic. Um, it doesn't say if it has a warranty. Now, when you buy from a bigger company like this, you should definitely ask, does it have a warranty? When was it serviced? What kind of guarantee do you have on it? What do you give? 90 days? What do you give? And it depends where you buy this watch, what kind of a warranty or return privileges you're going to have. When you're spending this kind of money, you damn well better have return privileges if it's not everything the buyer says. And that is a legitimate reason to return things is if it's improperly described, you have full right of return. I don't care what they say. They can say no returns, yada, yada, yada. Doesn't matter. If you improperly described it and I bought it without seeing it in person, you need to take it back. And if you buy through certain companies and uh, marketplaces, you can do that. Now, some of these places will authenticate. They will send it off to make sure it's real. So they must have been having a lot of problems with phonies um, where people were saying, oh, it's not real. You know, so they have real people like me that know and they authenticate it and go, no, no, this is all paddock. I looked at the movement, the case, the dial, everything. It's real. That's it. Then they can't come back at you and say, oh, it's not real. It was missing something. It was this. It was that. Forget it. Sorry. Okay, so now I'm up to 23,400. And here's a nice paddock, just like we saw earlier, 5054J in yellow gold. And it's got um, screws on the side where the pins would be. So it's got a screw together. Uh, you screw the band on, I guess, which makes it look fancier. It's got moon phase in color this time. It's got a beautiful white dial, not black, which looks much nicer in my opinion. It's got the power reserve. It's got the 60 seconds on the right side. The power reserve is at 11 o'clock. And then it's got a big sub seconds, a register, I should say, at 7 o'clock that's got the date from 1 to 31 with a little arrow pointing it and moon phase in color. It's beautiful. Now, to me, I don't want to fiddle with it because every time I wear this, I got to set the moon phase. I got to set all this stuff. I don't want it for me, but there are those of you that really like it. Here's another version of it with, okay, this one had Roman numerals. This one has Arabics, 23.5. So that's the least expensive complicators. Another version of it in white gold with a hobnail bezel. This is the watch you're going to find first. If you're trying to buy some, ooh, is this pretty? A lady's gondola with a mother of pearl dial? or No, that's not mother of pearl. You know what that is? Um, that's opal. I think it's black opal. Beautiful piece. Oh, my God. Looks like a Cartier. It's gorgeous. A little square with brick bracelet. And you got diamonds all over a very wide square bezel on the lugs and on one link on either side. And then in the center. You have the most gorgeous dial. It looks like mother of pearl in the center as a square. And then around that is another square. It looks like opal, black opal. Beautiful. Of course, they want $23,800. And I don't know who the seller is. No idea. 
mother of pearl dial okay they're not it, it's not they're saying it's mother of pearl not opal it doesn't matter it's absolutely gorgeous okay so they have an extract on it which means they sent it to a paddock and they had a completely it's called a paddock philippe gondolo hot jolet special series collection woman's watch it's gorgeous it's got a solid gold bracelet it'll go 6.7 inches so if you have a bigger wrist you're screwed you need to know this if you're a, this is for a woman i know that it's got a quartz movement um it is gorgeous the case is 23 by 25 which is not that small and lug to lug it's 23.7 paddock put the diamonds on it and the mother pearl dial so it's not aftermarket so it's a gorgeous watch i mean really beautiful for a woman but again this is a black tie watch this is not a normal wear every day oh you know you could but remember when you do that you invite problems because people are going to want to hit you over there and take it if you're in the wrong area so you got to watch out okay so now we're up to twenty four thousand. now i'm seeing complicated watches here's one uh again black dial right white numbers looks very uh, utilitarian your sub seconds are at four or five o'clock and you have 12 to one in the center of the dial and on the outside there's other numbers one through 31 and a moon hand that tells you the date so it's just a fancy way of telling you the date and you're looking at 24 grand okay here's another one with a calendar 24,000. now this is cool when you start to get in the complicated paddocks they get extremely expensive because you've got so much more going on in the watch more gears more things going on jewels so this one has day and date, which is spelled out with little arrows pointing at it, like Jan, J-A-N, M-A-R for March, May. Oh, okay. So it has every other month and then a dot for the one in between. So January is spelled out Jan. Then you have a dot for February. Then you have March, M-A-R. Then a dot, excuse me, then a dot for April. Then you have May. Then you have a dot for June. July has its own name and so on. There is a 24-hour dial on it. And there is the day of the week with two letters, S-U-M-O-T-U-W-E. Beautiful. Gold applied Roman numerals. I mean, this is a beautiful watch. Really beautiful. Even the hands are stunning. It's a Calatrava, which I really like. It says it could pass for new, which I hope it can at this kind of money. Um, the seller has bad reviews, which means I wouldn't touch it. Because if you're going to start go into bad reviews you should read reviews of people what they say because if people come out and go oh this person's bad you want to know why because you're going to end up in the same boat every time i've done that i end up in the same boat or close to it so you got to watch out um it's like new i'm trying to see what it's got a it's got a uh exhibition case back the case is 37 millimeters so it's nice size it uh let's see gold luminescent leaf shaped hour and minute hands roman numeral hour markers railway style minute outer track center sweep second hand 18 karat gold smooth bezel yada 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 yada, yada. I, it is an automatic movement so there is a picture of the movement let's take a look it's gorgeous because we're almost out of time i want to see this oh movement's gorgeous it's got the full-size rotor in gold. The rest of the movement is not. I mean, it's a yellow gold, big, beautiful rotor. It's been damascened, all movements damascened. Beautiful piece. I would be very happy with this. Very happy. But I'd wear it every day because you have to with something like this. This is not something that you can just 
where when you feel like it, you know, you're putting a lot of money into something. I knew a guy that had a lot of money years ago and he opened up his drawers in his bedroom and he had one drawer with seven different watches in the drawer, all beautifully laid out for every day of the week. He had a different watch. And when you collect watches, you end up in that boat. What do you wear? I wear a different watch every single day. I wear a different watch at night every day just for fun. Why? Because it makes me happy. How about that for a change? It makes me happy. I like it. You know, the whole trick is, I've said this so many times, everybody doesn't know what you have on your wrist and you really don't want them to in this day and age because they might want it and you don't want them to want it. You want them to get their own, but it matters that you know what's on your wrist. It matters that you're happy with what's on your wrist. That's the whole trick. Duh. Hello. That's what it's all about. We're very, um, we're a society that's very impulse oriented and we want instant gratification. And with watches, you get that the minute you get that. I mean, I get so excited when I have a watch coming, you know, I don't go and buy them in person. A lot of times I'll have them sent to me. So I get all excited. I can't wait to see it. And then when you see it, does it need, what does it need? A band? Does it need to be buffed? Is it running? Okay. You want to wear it. You want to enjoy. I, I can't explain how enjoyable to me that is. It's really exciting. So good luck on your quest. If you're buying a paddock, I hope I've helped you in some form or fashion, but we got to go. Bye bye. I'm going to miss you. It's Lee Jackson signing off. America's finest watchman. See you later, everybody. Love you. If you have any questions, I'm at LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com and keep it nice, please. Later.